deadline on Oak Street, aisle three. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin, and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Bidding war at the offer's counter in five minutes. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. Everybody, this is, I don't know. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Why you give up saying I? <laughs> Greet the people. <laughs> Alana, why was you twerking at um um the Texas restaurant? Ooh, and that wow. tell you oh that. yeah, I heard about that. Wow. Dang. Wow. You caught me. I caught you. <laughs> you caught me. I, I caught you. Is. The manager caught you. Yeah, he did. Keep Shout right out to Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. So you tell us he did. Thought it was <laughs> I thought he did come more than once and tell her to stop twerking or ask her to stop twerking, right? Because I only saw the story once. Well, it was you, so you tell us. I'm right. Yeah, what I you, believe what he, tell he did you? come and ask me to stop. I don't know. You know, rebellion. <laughs> rebellion doesn't really have an explanation. Right. I got you know. Once you got mm. that twerking spirit, it's all she wrote. It takes over. <laughs> Right. Now I don't know what you want me to do. I got to twerk, Mr. Restaurant Owner. I don't then know I got to, and he's like, then you got to go. So I twerked outside. <laughs> okay, so was it you know, that 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 right that you too much. twerk? Or you was just <laughs> you said what now? Twerk. Was the food that good and it made you want to twerk? Or it was the music. I stay in the mood to twerk. You turn the music on, and I don't. I'm going. Do twerk. you or a loved one suffer from too much? <laughs> 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 there may be too much, out there. too much is all relative. <laughs> is my screen showing? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to keep asking that. I'm just going to trust it. Um, <laughs> so, if you guys don't know, um, what we're talking about is that uh, there was a a restaurant owner in Dallas, Dallas, Texas, who um, did not like people twerking in his restaurant. Now, at first glance, you would say. Hmm. I don't see a problem with him saying that. You know, he was telling people not to twerk in his restaurant. You might be on that side of like, yeah, he probably shouldn't. But when you watch the video or even hear the audio of what he said, you might change your mind. This is not suitable for work language that you are about to hear. And I'm going to be too tired after this podcast to edit. So please fast forward if your ears are very sensitive. I invested a lot of money into buying this building, into developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a... Come on! Stop the music, please! 
somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? Yeah. But no, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and shit, take it to Prime, take it to Pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I want men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are twerking on glass here? If you want to do it, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it, no, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to provide something for my people. And don't do it again. Thank you. What in the principles assembly was that? <laughs> Who is he talking to? He's talking oh, to everybody. You talk to you, first of all. Say what? Loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> Man, please. Wait, he was making solid points. It was just like he, he had to throw daggers in there. To make you go, whoa! Like, why are you just say that? Like, whoa! You're like, don't nobody want to hear that speech. Nobody's listening to you anyway because everybody's an adult. At this point, just tell us we got to get out. Nobody cares about what you're talking about about self respect, right? No, nobody in that room sat back and said, "Huh, maybe I do need to respect myself more." Nobody did that. <laughs> so I just feel like everything he said was just so one in and out the other. If you just don't want me here, just tell me to leave. That's all you had to say. Man, I'm actually not twerk. You have to go. But that's the whole point <laughs> of him saying it, to open up your mind to that. I mean, oh, everybody knows it's, rest- it's restaurant adequate. Like, no. I'm never going to go into a restaurant like that and just start twerking. Context, child. Context. Context. Uh, happy hour. Happy hour in cities like Dallas, Houston, DC, and in Atlanta are different than regular restaurants. Like so you saying that was happy are, hour? That was happy hour? No, I'm saying like there's context for like where you're at. It might not have been happy hour, but even restaurants, the regular vibe of restaurants in certain areas are just different. Like they just are. And and I don't know that I've never been in that restaurant. I don't know anything about it. I really don't know. But I'm saying that there are restaurants where, yeah, it is technically it's a restaurant. But also, there's normally a particular context that exists at that restaurant that doesn't fit what you would say is normal of a exactly. restaurant. So, with that being said, did you feel that energy in there? Uh, from the people that I know that I talked to that live in Dallas, they said that that was random. That's what they random, said. Random, random in context the, of... Are the people that you know like a, bunch they, of, a bunch of restaurants workers? They were no, they're not restaurant workers. Neither one of okay. them are. No, I and said also, I said restaurant. Oh, no, no, no. I no, said restaurant no, workers. No. Okay. That I <laughs> but but also they, no, they didn't say it was random because they don't think that you can talk at restaurants. They don't that's not what they're saying. They're saying that particular restaurant, that the the environment there is not as though it's so incredibly risque or out of pocket for somebody to start dancing. That's what they were saying. Now, I don't think the lady should have kept doing what the owner's asking her not to do, but I'm just saying, if I'm looking at it from both sides, I just feel like that, that whole speech was unnecessary. Ooh, baby, is a time and place in it for everything. So I, w- I, I, was, I was fine with him making his little speech, because that is his restaurant, up until the moment that he started cursing. So you're telling me that I can't twerk because that's inappropriate, but you dropping F-bombs and S-bombs in a restaurant where I'm just supposed to be eating. It's too early for that type of language. This is brunch. It's brunch. It's brunch. It was brunch. No wonder why she was blessed. She probably had mad mimosas. So so speaking of that, Sharice, here's another thing that isn't shown in the video. Well, it, this part is shown in the video. 
So you got a DJ. You got a DJ, and you uh, like that's who he was telling to turn the music off to. This is a DJ, and there was, and apparently he has ten thousand dollars slots where you are reserving a table at this restaurant. So you are promoting a lounge like slash club like atmosphere. So I was Ooh, all for it details. up until I was all for it up until the the cursing and and then to find out oh snap this is like a club you telling us that there's a certain well, way that we can't dance here. Make it make sense. That I mean even with the DJ though. I mean to me it did look more I mean, from what I saw, I know I don't know that club, madam, or nothing like that, or restaurant. But I don't know. It did. It did not look like a the the twerk type of atmosphere. It didn't look dimly lit. It didn't look, you know, it didn't look. I didn't get like the mad party vibe. Now, of course, the only thing I'm seeing is him ranting and having his speech. But uh, I don't know. I'm a little. If I was there, I'd have been cracking up. I'd have been rolling like over there in the booth somewhere, just like I just would have been rolling. And I don't know if I would have had like either like he he went a little far, maybe, you know, but um, it's kind of like that time, you know, like when you uh, y'all ever get your parents so mad, they curse and then they get mad at you for making them curse. That never happened. Exactly. You know, man, that was me. Uh, I, I it was. Up, man, <laughs> I was old. Sorry. Yeah. I too grew up in a Christian household. I'm about to um, say I did too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't. It is I. It's okay. It's okay, sorry. Devin, I know that you grew up in a Christian household. Real quick, real quick. Um, Tiff Tiff Burt says context is definitely everything. I'm not sure if everyone saw, but he actually asked them twice before not to dance on the furniture. Also, hey guys, Tiffany Burt is back. LOL. You also told me not to say your full name. And then you what up, Tiff? But, but Tiffany, Tiff. you know what else is another valid point? I'm is sorry, I don't think Devin was finished. But oh, uh, I'm sorry, you weren't. He was. He's done. He don't remember his point. Go ahead. I was just how you going, yo? Were you done? Because Keith cut me off because I cut you off. <laughs> so who's really cut off here? Please keep up. Who really cut off? It's it's, it's okay. Mm. It's okay. Keith gonna get hit. No, I'm good. Yeah. Tell you, yo. It's so funny. Keith gonna get hit. Yo. Another valid point. Thank you. If I may speak, I said go ahead, Devin. Definitely don't remember what he was about to say. I know, but it was them dancing (laughs) the furniture. That's what I was going to say. I think that even in the situations like in Atlanta, where I've been to brunch or happy hour or something like that, and it's a restaurant, but it's still a party. There's nobody actually standing on the furniture, and I think that that might have been really what 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 pissed him off to that degree. I don't think it was would have been the same type of reaction if they were just standing at the table dancing, like just standing around the table. Dancing on the furniture is too much like a club. It's like there's this real like small window of like, it's a restaurant, but we can dance, but it's also not like, it's not opium. Like, it's not club <laughs> opium. It, we, you know what I mean? It ain't that. But so. I, the video that I saw, people were sitting down 
eating. I don't want to see that when I look up from my waffles, <laughs> my from my chicken and waffles. I don't. <laughs> but Atlanta, I mean, this ain't Atlanta, but that's that's why I left Atlanta. Every place you went was a club. That's true. Then that's what I was saying. But Dallas I, mean, I can't is not even that go to IHOP without somebody. I, need to I can't go to IHOP without every somebody. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you that Dallas and Houston are not that much different. It's not that different. <laughs> that's all it takes is that. Hey, hey! Like, no! But even this without is the library, this is the library. <laughs> Sit down. Even without something happening, they just do it just because it's coming. Hey, they walk in doing that. Yep. <laughs> right. Hey, everybody. This oh, is uh, this is Keith, and you are listening to Thank God for the group chat today. I have with me Alana. Devin is here. Sharice is here. Don't know where Tobias is. Um. I'll leave it at that. APB is out. Oh, turd. Is APB, APB is out for Tobias. He'd be telling huh? us, I'm about to be late. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm about to be late on y'all. <laughs> but okay, one, stop stop announcing it. But also don't. <laughs> the, an, announcements, announcements of tardiness are for people who are normally on time, and this mm. is actually an anomaly. Mm. People mm. who are consi- let us know when you're gonna be on time. Right. Hey, never y'all. On, actually never prepared. on time is what like, you are. Like 10, 10 minutes before, say, hey, y'all, actually prepared. Gonna log in right on time today. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that probably. He said, hey, y'all, actually prepared. prepared. That would definitely That's be. That's an right. announcement. Just want to give y'all a heads up. <laughs> just gonna give you a heads up. I'll be where I said I would. <laughs> At the when time I, I said I'd do it. Right. Watch me. Uh, I, I want to say shout out. Um, I say shout out to all of our viewership and listenership. Those listening on um, Apple um, Podcasts, Google Chrome, uh, Google Podcasts. I think they changed the name of it. Spotify, uh, Deezer, etc., etc. Tune in um, the Tune In app. Um, YouTube, our YouTube listenership. Shout out to uh, Twitch. We are finally streaming on Twitch. I figured it out. All I had to do was press a button, and there we are. Um, so check us out there if you hate Facebook. Um, dang, I forgot my notes. So the, I wanted to say, how's everybody doing? But I don't think we really have time for that. Y'all good? Yeah, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> if you not, hold your peace. <laughs> Devin, are you good? You can say yes or no. Devin's good. Devin got a new job, and Devin is killing it already at his new gig. Hey, uh, I appreciate that. Alana's got Thank a new y'all. mic coming on the way, uh, prayerfully. Hopefully, we hey, can figure it out. Uh, oh, she's definitely, definitely in a relationship with this podcast. Right? Who's in a relationship? Mm. You in this relationship with this podcast, man? Mic number two. Oh, because you bought me two mics. Two. I bought yes. you two two mics. You are investing. <laughs> you, what, what you 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 Paul George? I'm Paul George in you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me. Don't leave me. <laughs> you are making quite an investment. Yeah, like, I'm making strides, baby girl. Don't leave. At this point, y'all mad. <laughs> 
So um, speaking of um, speaking of <laughs> stuff that we talked about last week, um, I'm about to kill two birds with one stone here. Um, we about to do an upon further review and a sound off all at the same time. So we spoke to David Perdue last week, um, and at first. At first, at first glance, you know, I'm just on my entrepreneur, well, not entrepreneur, I'm on my um, broadcaster steez, you know, oh, not broadcaster, journalistic steez. I'm like, oh, yeah, say what you got to say, Dave. You wanted to respond. You are a comedian. Say what you got to say to it. Um, apparently, our friend, friend of the show, still friend of the show, Dave, Dave Perdue went on a 30-minute dissertation about how we don't have the right to critique comedians. And... Um, you know, us being the journalists that we were in that moment, we let him have his say. But we got to put our foot down. And this is our podcast. And we do what we do. And we know funny, we believe. And Devin is here to say exactly what we all are thinking. Devin? Uh, all right. Looking, up, looking, him at, um, looking, at, looking at his notes. My man. Right. Um and I'd like to start off by saying um, mad respect to David Perdue. Um, I've been around him in person before. I don't know if he remembers or anything, but he is a funny dude. And I wish him the best in his career and uh, anything that he does. Um, that being said, uh, so I had I wanted to go back and I wanted to watch it um, just because I'm the type of person Words matter to me. Uh, they matter. And I know I may not be the best at getting my exact point across the way I want it to go like 100% of the time on the first try. I know I'm not no like is. that. So, no I was, you know, so I was like, let me let me go back. Let me listen again. Let me let me you know, let me let me point out some things that, that I wanted to address, because the whole reason for David wanting to um, come on and talk to you was that he said um, there were certain things he he felt. Well, what did he? Because he came to you with that. So what did he say? He said he didn't Sharice agree with what we said, or what did he say, Sharice? What did he Alana like? What was his too. reason for? No, Alana was That's not there. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, it was just y'all. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to throw um, in on Alana. God, I'm never don't give like, it to me because I take it. I can't tell you where it's going. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he probably said something like, <laughs> um, "I think he well, wanted to come on and give us a perspective from just enjoying someone going on stage and trying, like, giving us comedy." Basically, he also pointed now you being out, nice. Yeah, and then he also pointed out that is basically. In my opinion, he basically pointed out that it's not easy being a comedian and um, you have to sometimes watch stand up from a different view. And I'm just like, okay. nah, right. I think majority of the world just wants to laugh. <laughs> I was going to say, no. So this is, this, is what, this is what I heard. Thank you. I heard that. Absolutely. Um, he, he wanted to, he had something to say in response to what we said, meaning that he had a few problems with the things we said. So just going over this, um, I just made a few keynotes. Um, I'm, I'm not going to take up a bunch of time. So um, he wanted to give us this different perspective, this perspective of a comedian, right? So 
the first thing I jotted down was that he agreed uh, that when you get money, you forget about uh, the people that uh, I'm excuse me. He agrees with us that when you get money, you forget that people don't always know what you're talking about. So, okay, he agreed with us on that one. Um, He also went on to state how he witnessed him in the city. I mean, excuse me, in the club um, with those same jokes uh, and said it's not going to work. He himself said that about Kevin Hart's uh, jokes, uh, that they weren't going to work. Um, he agreed with us that the first ones were the best ones. Um, so, so far I'm seeing a whole bunch of agreeing for somebody that said he had something uh, different to say. Um, the next thing he said, uh, he said that he thinks the intimate setting is important. Uh, I don't agree because I think it can be important if you're an up and coming, um, up comedian, but I think multiple comedians have proven whether the venue is small or big. If you're doing your thing, it doesn't matter. Um, so I had that to say about that. Goes on to say, um, so he he's telling us not to expect um, jokes to be true. Um, he went on a short rant about people being let down that his jokes weren't true. And I'm like, if you're going to argue, um, don't, don't make up stuff that we didn't say. Um, because nobody said that we were mad that Kevin was not telling us the truth. Like we, like, I, I don't, I don't know where that came from. I don't know. Somebody did say something about his house. I did. I mean, I said something to the magnitude of he was telling us that his jokes weren't true after the joke. Yeah, I said. That yeah, but he t- I think he took that as we're expecting his jokes to be true. You just made an observation. You yeah, were expecting. I'm like, I know that the true. joke might not be true, but there right. is right. some type of illusion that you're supposed to give like this. This is kind of this is funny. Right. Partially because it might be true. Right. Right. There's an unspoken kind of agreement between comedy, the, between right. comedian and audience. That's like, right. okay, all these jokes I'm about to tell you, even though I might be telling them like they true, if they sound outlandish, they may not be true. But there's just that understand. There, you know, we're grown. We get that. It, it ain't my first. It's none of our first times watching uh, a stand-up comedian do their thing. Um, so he said that. Uh, he also said that. Um, he also agreed with us when he said Kevin left some people behind to get more fans. That's merely an observation. That wasn't a knock on Kevin. That's just an observation of the career path that he's choosing to take. Um, and let's see. Uh, he also noticed that, um, David noticed that Kevin Hart's special was pieced together. Um, came out of his mouth. So, so far, I'm seeing a whole, I'm just seeing a lot of agreeing. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm going to get through this quick. I'm sorry. sorry. No, no, no. So, because Devin, so you're seeing a lot of agreeing. Get to the part where you disagreed and like what made you upset. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yep. Let's see. If we go to uh, page 
No, I'm just stop kidding. it. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. No, real talk. By the way, Jackie said. Okay, so I person- went- By the way, Jackie said personally, I think that there is some truth. I think she she yeah. means like to the, to the joke. Like it should be I, like when I listen to a person's joke. I think that there is some truth to the joke. Don't Ooh. tell me right after yeah. the joke that didn't happen. That's not true at all. Actually, unless right. you're going to make that actually funny, and you're not. Oh, you just told us that. Like right. a, you know, it's, yeah. It's, some truth it's almost that. like a. It's almost like a magician showing how he did the trick afterwards. Like that was unnecessary. We knew it was a sleight of hand. That. You didn't need to. You didn't need to show up. You know what I'm saying? Like also, um, if the joke, if the if the trick wasn't even a good trick, and then you tell us how you did the trick. Right. <laughs> like, like I don't right. need to know how you did that like trick. Like some shows so. that they go back and show you how they actually did it. Is that what y'all tell you? Yeah, but that's the purpose. But that's the purpose of that show. I do like. Yeah, but that's the purpose of that show. Look, look. But um, I put my hand in front of my other hand. You ain't see that. <laughs> it's not a good trick. I, I, it's not a good trick. I don't need you to show it's me. It's not a good trick. How it's you came to that trick. So right. So what upset um, you, Devin? Because so, we agree. So here's the... Yeah, I'm a fast forward. Here's two big things. Um, he wanted to talk about expectations and says you, that you have to come in to a comedic performance with no expectations. I only agree to that to a very specific extent. And that is with a comedian that I've never seen before. If I am going to see somebody I've never seen before, yes. Mm. Open mind. Don't expect anything. Mm. If I'm going to see a world, if I'm going to watch a world famous tried and true stand up comedian, I'm going to have expectations. Now, I'm not going to be like sitting here like, oh, this month, he don't make me crack up. Like, I'm not like, you know, like, I'm not like, nobody had mad expectations, Dave. All right. I just want nobody, like, we weren't like let down. Like, no, our balloons didn't fly off, nothing. So, um, Stop and then it, the, the, the Stop main it, thing. Jackie. Stop it. The main thing. Jackie said, and I'm not going to keep doing this, but Jackie said, yes, no expectations. That's Jackie's thing. She loves, she believes that she doesn't have expectations for anything. Yeah, and I'm the same way. Because, like, I can't stand it. Yeah, like, I watch, like, I'm, the moment I'm that you have no expectations, movies. you're expecting not to have expectations, which is, in fact, an right. expectation. Go ahead, Doug. Like a good point to be like the way I watch um, movies and the way I watch shows, I try to put myself where the director wants me to be. And I feel like a lot of people watch movies just because in their minds, they Siskel and Ebert or something and they think they two thumbs matter and they really don't. So I watch things that are supposed to be watched with an open mind with an open mind. I don't think that was, you know, I don't think that was a problem. So here we go. The main thing. Okay is that he goes on to mention after saying that he's a small level comedian um, that he's been in comedy for 10 years and I quote um, watching four people talk about comedy it hurt my feelings um, my, his words not mine he said it hurt my feelings watching four people talk about comedy um well, I'm sorry about your feelings, but 
Um, being a seasoned comedian, you should know that they don't matter that much. Um, <laughs> the thing is, uh, valid point, valid point. Watching comedy is not a profession. I don't have to be a professional comedian hey, Devin, watcher. Devin, real quick, what you, whatever you about to say right now, this is the part that I'm going to keep. Okay. So go <laughs> for it. <laughs> You about to get I mean, in your I'm just gonna, you about to get in your bag right here. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, no, nah, I was just like <laughs> Dang, I threw you off. Dang. You, right, don't do that next time. But um <laughs> Yeah, don't do it again. There there's no there's no license to watch comedy. There's no certification, there's no test that had to be passed. Everybody can watch comedy. I'm not now everybody. Yes. Comedy is subjective. There's some things that somebody else is going to crack up at that. I'm not going to crack up at That's That goes without saying, I feel, but to say that because you're a seasoned small level comedian of 10 years, um, and using that to justify your feelings being hurt because Uh, real quick, like I'm just real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Um, that is what he said about himself. That's not what we're saying. That's what that's what Dave actually said. Oh yeah, I want to correct it. Yeah, yeah, I am not saying that he's a small. Yeah, yeah. he said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went on to say that, and to back that up, was saying there's joy in watching people just do something. Um, and there's still and pointing out that Kevin Hart still has charisma and other elements. <laughs> Look, Dave, nobody needs you to play Captain Save a Heart, okay? Like, we don't need it. Kevin Hart doesn't need it. I love Kevin Hart. I thought we made that clear. I thought I made that clear last time. I love Kevin Hart, okay? Mm-hmm. He is a huge inspiration. He is a go getter. He is hilarious, okay? But he's not perfect. He made a crappy special. Every comedian's gonna do it if they keep making specials. Mm. It just happens. So, and to say that we're jaded by being in the age of technology and everybody thinks they have an opinion about comedy, that's nothing new. Comedy is for people's opinions and laughter. Like that's that's what they're there for. So um we're not just gonna chime together and laugh at ish that's not funny i won't do it i won't do it i, I won't refuse. do it <laughs> i refuse i refuse but um i just you know i and, and and never mind the fact that he spent 26 minutes pretty much agreeing with us for the most that, part that, and that basically that's saying ironic if, don't bring up time at this point that's ironic no 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 i'm saying that because he went into it saying I want this interview to be about the problem I have with what y'all said about Kevin Hart and then spent 26 minutes agreeing with us and be like, can y'all not go so hard on Kevin Hart? So you sound that up nice. So yeah, that's what I got to say about that. I just want to let you know you was very much so in your bag and that's why I was dying. You was in there. That's why we got him here. I'm gonna have to give him a I'm timer, sorry. but other than you that, was in your loop. my man, <laughs> that man was like, I gotta man. get in there. <laughs> Does um, but yeah, I pre- I appreciate the sound, bro. I have a question. Does this this man personally know Kevin Hart? 
Oh, he's met him a couple of times. Yes. Yeah, he has met. He has met. He doesn't know. I don't think he knows him on a like deeper, but he has met him. Okay. All right. I just wanted to know the motivation behind his defense of Kevin Hart because it sounded very personal. Right. Me too. That's what I want to know. Okay. All right. Um, y'all, y'all talk about what's next on the agenda while I fix some stuff. Man, I don't have it up and ready. Uh, okay, have it up and ready. Um, okay. Tiffany Burt says, right, but when you watch movies... Wait, let me back up. Tiffany Burt says, no way. I go to a comedy show with the expectation to laugh. I just think that there's different types of comedic release in genres. It's really about how the comedian can or can't relate to the crowd, especially when doing stand-up. Um, Tiffany also says, right, but when you watch movies and shows, you watch it with some type of background synopsis. So you're going in with some type of expectation that it should at least be in that realm. LOL. Mm. Laughing my A off. Joy in just watching people do things. He's talking about a circus at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Folks been having a um, about comedians since the seventies. I mean, before then, I'm thinking about Richard Pryor versus Cosby, who were both doing comedy at the same time. Mm -hmm. They do completely different styles of comedy, right? And so there are Mm -hmm. clearly some groups of people who would lean towards Richard and who were more conservative Mm -hmm. and probably lean towards Bill. And so it's like opinions of comedy has never been an issue until the opinion wasn't rendering something positive to you. So, like, that's the only right. time that the opinion of comedy... Like, what else are we supposed to do with it? Analyze it? Right. We don't want to be comedians. We're not studying the craft. We're just here to enjoy the craft. And if it's art, art is literally meant to be consumed and to be understood through your and perspective. Critiqued. Yes, and critiqued. exactly. Thank you. And critiqued. And so Thank any you. form of art is literally created for opinion if it is put on a consumer, like, in, in front of a consumer. Paintings, music, art, uh, theater, dance, com- comedy, all forms of art. At the point, at the time you need to put it out, yep. it is then for the consumer. Yeah. So. Great stuff, I guys. I don't we'll know what you're talking about. Take that. <laughs> Dave, I love you. You're my friend. I will never say anything negative about you. Love you, Dave. I, love you. I don't know. Uh, I know, and that's fine. Y'all, y'all say what y'all Lana say. I pretty much said, I don't care. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> Devin pretty much said, she got, all love, I, bro. I think that's perfect. <laughs> hey, and it is. It is. Yeah, you know what so I'm saying? Like, it, it him, I, just, I disagree. Thank God right. for the group <laughs> so, so Tobias was supposed to talk to us about his Bump Tunes album review. Tobias is not a B-Mike. He's not our B-Mike. He's supposed to be. There it is. It happened. It happened. <laughs> It happened. Got, it finally he, came to light. What, he got demoted? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I, I need a new beat, Mike, man. One of y'all you playing out up. my friend project. I'll step in his place. Thank you very much. Here I am. You, we both loved it. Um, so yeah, the verses, <laughs> speaking about things being postponed and not being on time, um, the verses between Keisha Cole and Ashanti has been postponed. What were your guys' initial thought, initial thoughts when you heard about it? Damn. Oh, also, it that was sucks. due to Keisha having, uh, I was about to say <laughs> her having cocaine, her having COVID-19. And Ashanti had COVID. One of them gals. It wasn't Keisha. 
Uh, of course, the Keisha Cole fan got to point that out. That is all y'all saying on the net. Oh, she was scared. She has COVID. No, like she was really? scared. I think she really has COVID. Far from scared. It ain't. It, I, I don't think she was scared. That's stupid. That, I mean, that, that's really, I think she was really scared. dramatic. You pushed, it, you pushed it out a month. That's enough time to get two hits in there. Mm. <laughs> I, I, need to write I don't think I don't think Ashanti was scared because I don't think that the people that are actually doing the verses make it a battle more so than it is us making it an actual battle. I don't mm-hmm. think that Keisha and Ashanti actually were like, I'm about to beat you. I don't really think that doesn't seem to be the vibe listen, of the people that when I'm watching them do it. Listen, man, this ain't Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. I don't think that that was. The Keisha vibe. I don't be think fighting people. Keisha be fighting people and all of that type of stuff. She little Monica. <laughs> this is verses, okay? So stop I tell it. You. And boy, I tell the more you. I listen to that um verses um cheat sheet on Apple Music, the more I realize I said Ashanti about to get cleaned up. I said, yeah, she need to get COVID because she need to go back in the lab and see. You better go catch COVID or something. Yeah, you better go do a couple features with Megan The Stallion. Dang. She did one. She did one with little with baby and um the baby and um I didn't like it. I didn't like her part. She like baby wants to have a threesome with Megan and Ashanti on the end of the song. It was I was like, no man, that's a terrible visual. Um. I'm just joking. I know she doesn't need oh. to be scared, Jackie. And um, yeah, from their lives, Keisha was about women empowerment and Ashanti wanted the smoke. LOL. This is from Tiff Burt. Tiff, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I don't think she necessarily wanted the smoke. I just think, I, I think they always think about these things from a business aspect. I think the people sold this um, versus, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, they are, to me, the same artists, just different times, different, their, their subject matter is the same. They both don't have the, that great of a vocal performance. You know, they're not like in the tier of the greats, man. you know, man. so. No, they, I, neither one of them are great. But right. I started listening to Keisha Cole's, some of her stuff again. I was like, I prefer her voice over Ashanti's. On some songs, right? I prefer her voice on some songs over Ashanti's, and I prefer Ashanti. There is a pocket. Ashanti does have a pocket where it sounds like, oh, no one could sing that song but you. That Only You song, that's not her pocket. Someone else should have sung that song. I don't know if Rain On Me is like for her either. That's about that. That lot, she sang that in a falsetto. Someone should sing that that out. Any part. I was hearing the hook in my head, so I didn't know what part you just she did. I'm like, no, yeah, sing it out. Uh, sing it out. But when Keisha get in her I remember bag, where I love were that you song. when I said I loved you? Come on, man. Keisha's great when she doesn't try to belt notes. That's not what she should do. She shouldn't belt. Am I tripping just, or did I feel like the same songs? Like, I'm no, I'm not tripping because I'm like, I heard them them voices the same in my head, but maybe it's me. No, they have different uh, voices. They just both have, have mediocre voices. Right. So I can't do what y'all doing right now. I'm so sorry. I no, they definitely I'm, sound I'm different. Because like, even if Keisha, if Keisha Cole sang happy, she would not sound like Ashanti. Her voice isn't as bubbly as Ashanti's. 
Happy oh, was high baby. key. Yeah, can you rock me? Oh, baby. Keisha wouldn't have sounded like that. You think you me? I just want to love you, baby. They would have had to slow that down. And I Keisha like Cole's it. little upbeat like song this. was with uh, Missy Elliott. Um, neither, neither one of them can do what the other does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just say that because I, I guess. <laughs> they sound the same no, to me. Like the nah, same Tiff, level. I don't know. Tiff, Tiff, oh, I'm walking oh, back yeah. what I said last week. Even though I did say last week, uh, I did say that I was like, uh, Keisha Cole is. I I'm not saying that she has the greatest voice of all time because I do think that she's very limited. But she has a lot I'm, more range than Ashanti does. And I'm I, actually I don't think banking on her using songs that she wrote. I'm banking on that. If she don't she do should. that humbly, she should. Why she don't have a chance against Keisha because Keisha's be, a writer too. Keisha's yeah, a writer cool. as well. But I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think I'm. I don't. He playing know. songs. Let's just say this: I don't know Keisha's written songs. I know Ashanti's yes, written songs. I, I, yes. I do. I got to do Some of the hits she wrote them. No, no, no. Yeah, but that we already know her hits. She gonna use. I'm talking about hits that Ashanti wrote that she's not on. But all I'm saying is. Oh, I don't she think wrote that most is, of her hits. That's what I'm saying. All I'm saying wow. is I don't think that is who Keisha, right? Yeah, she wrote most of her hits. That's what I was saying. All I'm saying is it's kind of like I'm, a songwriter battle. Is all I'm saying. It don't matter if since they both singing songs or playing songs that they wrote. It don't matter if she pulled from her J Lo bag because I wrote these songs. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's what hit. she does. So I'm gonna tell you right now when I hear what's my mother's name, I don't be sued. That was, Man, a, that was a that was a banger. Man, I love that song. Ja Rule said, the same way you freak me, baby. I'm you crazy, <laughs> then I'm gone. And I'm gone. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> if she Why don't play that, play? respectfully play play that, Ashanti. That's where he going. That's where he going. Then I'm gone. Then I'm gone. I can't stand Ja Rule. De- like since it. Devin took up most of our time on this podcast <laughs> going in on Dave, we about to have podcast beef that I don't want thanks to Devin. That's cool. Oh, I like beef. I don't want beef. beef? I mean, beef is weak. I, oh, okay. I knew she was going to go in <laughs> like that. I knew she was going to do that. Devin, what? I mean, you 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 knew what was coming. More or less. I did, I did say I want you to speak to this. But, yeah. Okay, appreciate it. I like it. the sound off. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, dang, I just had my notes. Up. I'm about Dad, to get you have on screens. a Superman shirt. I'm about to get two screens on you. This is my undershirt from work, my bad. <laughs> you have on a Superman shirt. You got lost your glasses and put on your Superman shirt. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be a character every episode. <laughs> you really can't talk the other day. <laughs> All right now. All right now. So Tobias decided Tobias decided to be a whole N-word and said, if I'm gonna be late, I'm not gonna show up at all. Did he text you? Mm. This is just what it looks Did like to me. Right group chat? I'ma text him. I don't know. Um Speaking about people uh, not showing up, let me back up because I'm all the way in my sister act two bag where Lauren Hill wasn't supposed to show up and then she showed up and then her mom was 
My mom couldn't believe she was up there singing like <laughs> she was appalled. I know she ain't up there singing. I told her not to be singing because her dad died singing. <laughs> it's the explanation that That's actually a- happens in movies. Yeah. They actually explain stuff like that. <laughs> Your father, oh, I hate died. It. your father died on stage. Well, they do so not trust us as an audience. Me. They do not trust us as an audience to pick up on the backstory. They feel like, let me just make it real plain for them. So you're going to walk up and you're going to say, why do you look so sad? I told her not to sing. She know her daddy died singing. She know her daddy died. And here we are six years later and she's singing. She up there got the nerve to be singing. There wasn't no other way you could set that up. You just had to give it to us. Like <laughs> generational oh, curses, man. boy. I tell you, <laughs> when you don't listen to your parents. Oh my god! So, Sister Act, uh, Sister Act Three is set to um, start production, and everyone is excited for it, and or was excited for it until they found out that none other than the great Tyler Perry would be producing it. Then people said. That's terrible. Hold on, Disney. We <laughs> want this movie. We're not sure if we want this man's camera crew. Pause. Turd said he needs to be let in. No, I'm not. I'm not letting. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Okay. Dang. <laughs> like fam, like hit the link. I don't, I can't let him in. All I can do is send him the link. Why is it always him that needs to be let in somewhere? Remember when we used to do Look. Zoom and he couldn't get back on? I need we can, we can lead you to water, Tobias. I can't. We can lead you to water. Drink, what does it look like? Listen. So, what do what are you guys' thoughts on um, Tyler Perry being able to uh, to produce this um, film, the third installment of this film that we so love? It's thirty years old. Sister Act Two is thirty years old. Wow. It is, and 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 it is loved, and I don't. I heard about it today, randomly on the news, and I, I don't know. It caught my attention when I heard it because I didn't expect him to be doing it, but then I wasn't surprised because I feel like Tyler Perry is one of the few black producers who would even be interested in doing something like that, and who has the ability to to do something like that as far as financially, and so. I don't have a strong opinion. I definitely don't have anything negative to say about it. I understand why people's opinions are like, eh, because they assume they think about Medea. They think about what he's been known for. Um, I don't see how he could make Sister Act Medea-ish. And I would hope that he does not. If it's like I- anything that he's ever done, I would hope that it's like a um, his, his type of producing with like a... a why did I get married? Or a movie of his that I actually liked. I liked that movie. I liked Why Did I Get Married? Why I Get Married too. Okay. You made a face, so I had to. I had to okay. I know you like it, but you said it like you was like the pinnacle of no. I said movie it, I, critics. No, I, I said liked it. it. So that means it's good. That means it's good. No, I, I, I said it. You like, know, I'm like nothing. No, I'm saying it like that's it's outside of his Medea box, and I think that most people are thinking of his Medea box, but he does have movies with different with different values to it. I think he's still in that. Why did I get married? Vein. You think so? Yes, Sister Act 2 was phenomenal It was For its time 
I think from a stand like as a as a film as a filmmaker or as a filmographer myself, I my apprehensions are the cameras that he uses, the crew that he uses, not necessarily the cast that he uses, but like say when he says that he's going to be producing it, producing means I'm picking and choosing these people to come in here and and do work on this film. So he would have say over who's shooting what, who's the cinematographer, who's the um who's the uh who's in charge of the liaison scene, who's in charge of uh you know gaffing and all of that type of stuff. He would pick all of that stuff. So what you doing is you picking that same team from what you do and bringing it over here to Disney. To sister act. Right. So it's going to look like all my movies because I'm hiring the same people potentially. Let's not talk about budget. I got a billion dollar um studio. What are you talking about? This is just what I like to work with. Why are we picking Tyler Perry out of all of, all of these people that could be doing stuff? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I... Like I forget, my, forget my de- you said who should I who do I suggest uh-huh. to executive produce it? I like Whoopi. I like Whitney Houston. I mean, not Whitney Houston. Excuse me. I like Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like Oprah Winfrey. I think she understands, and I'm not to say that Tyler Perry doesn't understand, but I don't think she would allow her ego in that moment to get in t- in the way of making something incredible. And she's also worked with Disney multiple times prior to it. Mm-hmm. I think right. the last thing Tyler Perry did with Disney might have been the Ninja Turtles. Mm. I didn't even know he did the Ninja Turtles. He was he didn't do it. He was in it. Say what? As like he was in That's the Ninja Turtles. That's always a sign if he produced if, something. He's it in felt, it. Like, <laughs> it felt like it felt like Tyler Perry. He? What you doing? What you doing in the Ninja Turtles? It was who very was annoying. It felt it like a universe. It felt like a you like he like there was a glitch in the universe. It's like Medea <laughs> is in the Ninja Turtle film. See, he can't get away from Medea to save his life. Mm-hmm. He did that to himself. Like that's thank what's you, made him yeah, most of his I money. Just, so I mean, right? I'm gonna put this dress on. He ain't mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, he's uh. He's done a lot of amazing things, and uh, I just... Uh, I don't know if he's done amazing things. I, I knew that. Um, Keith, what? Uh, I don't yes. know if he's um, done amazing things. Like, as far as his movie catalog? That's what you were talking about? Yes. I'm just talking about on the surface of being the movie of his success. That's all I'm talking about. Um, but uh, his funny is not what I'm looking for from Sister Act. Like his I don't know. Like Medea, you don't the, think the Medea, Medea bag is fun. Huh? I I hope not. Oh my no, God. Please, She's like, no, now girl, now girl no, no, I tell you not to be up out on that stage there. I don't think oh, he would do that. God. I hope he wouldn't do that. Um, yeah I tell you not to be up on that stage but, girl hell. <laughs> yeah, like uh Bro, uh I don't know. It gets uh I don't know. I'm less and less impressed by anything coming from him. But uh, he's done great things. Um, I'm going to start by saying this. Um, I I would like to see how Tyler is going to go about 
this as far as um, from the writing standpoint. Um, he, I hope he step out, steps outside of himself. He not writing it. And, rem- and remove himself and no, listen. Right. Okay, if he's not writing it, which is, I'm very happy to hear. If he's not writing it, I hope he respects the writer. That's all I'm gonna say. He's like, move. You can't write no film. Get up. I'm just saying, don't, <laughs> don't, I'm write don't this take what the writer is writing. Don't take the writer is writing and put your camp. own vision to it. Like <sighs> listen to the writer because I just got this feeling he he has the capability of doing that. I'm just saying, just by watching his stuff. I'm like, I can tell you have wrote, you written, you written this, you directed it, the whole nine. Sometimes I write stuff and I'm like, do you really have a director? Like, I'm not trying to be rude. Like, rude. Like, do you really have one? Mm-mm. Sharice is saying this as a screenwriter in her own, well, I don't want to say in her own right, because it sounds like you're not a screenwriter, just in your own right. <laughs> but Sharice is a screenwriter herself. Um, I'm not letting Tobias in right now. <laughs> we gonna have to wait. We gonna have to wait, man. We gonna have to wait. This is ridiculous. Well, <laughs> it says a comment. T- Tiffany says, "Well, let's hope that it's the team from Why Do I Get Married and Why Do I Get Married Too, because these were some of these of his better films that didn't give Medea vibe." Listen, I'm not talking about the cast. It's more than just. We're the not cast. either. We're not either. I promise you. Either. What I'm talking about, about yeah, is the vibe of the movie. I'm saying when people hear Tyler Perry's name, there is a, and it's hard for me to say because I I don't know anything about cinematography. What I'm saying is there is a vibe you can pick up from most Tyler Perry movies, even when they're not Medea. Daddy's little mm-hmm. girls still look like a Tyler Perry movie, and it wasn't Medea. So what I'm mm-hmm. saying is, why did I get married? Why did I get married too? Those did not feel like Tyler Perry movies. It felt like a movie and Tyler Perry was in it. Acrimony. No, I didn't like how, it. How do you say it, that movie? It, it, Acrimony? Acrimony. Equimini. And Temptation. <laughs> temptation as well with Lance Gross. Mm-hmm. Yes. Y'all it did not feel like a Tyler Perry film. movie. <laughs> but they, the, thing, the point, this is not about them being good films. It's about them not no. being Medea-ish. Right. It's like, about them being like, good films. Not because, this point. This point no. is not about them being oh, good films. All right. So because that wasn't not about okay, that. but that wasn't my point at all in saying that. It's not about. I'm saying like I was saying. It's not about the cast. It's not about any of that type of stuff. It is about actually producing a good film that for that makes you forget who produced it. The whole time I don't want to be watching so this film. The whole time I. Yeah, because I was about I, to say when I, I watched wasn't, Temptation, I wasn't done, but okay. When I watched Temptation, I didn't think about. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't have felt like Tyler Perry produced that if, if I didn't know that prior to. I would have. I said this looks like a Tyler Perry film, and it feels like a Tyler Perry film. That's because you knew. Oh, Oprah is good. I think she's really she she do really well with executive producing. Absolutely, I agree. Oprah Winfrey has. Executive produced many a thing. She started with Beloved, and everybody was like, "What is this?" And then (laughs) everything went up from there. Oh man! Speaking about movies, oh I don't. All right, let's. I'm gonna let Tobias in after this. Oh turd! Thank you for waiting, Tobias. Thank you for waiting like we had to wait for you. Right now we get our full screen, and now we can tell everyone to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for your backdrop. Pull your mic closer I'm, to you. I appreciate that so we could hear you much better, my brother. You look good, man. You look good. I'm you disappointed. Should. 
You got a stand, yeah. You got a standard up hold now. You supposed to be the pretty dude on this podcast. You gotta look good every podcast now. No, you gotta you gotta be like me. I gave up being cute long time ago. Long no. time ago. I'm regular at this. Ain't no pressure. See, look how you sound. Sound good, even though I hear some other stuff going on. All right, let's do some um. Let's play our little game real quick before we get into Tobias's um review of Bump Tunes podcast or uh, project. Um, Jackie says, "Welcome to the party, Tobias." Um, shout out to Jackie. Um, who sampled this? And I'm not even gonna give any clues. I'm just gonna say who sampled it. I'm gonna go to the part. Here we go. Any guesses, anyone other than Devin for the time being? I'm surprised at y'all. Who said I thought it? I knew it first, but then now I question myself. I am I am shocked I and appalled at each and every one of you. Just in case say, I'm wrong. Say, say <laughs> your guess, y'all. Say your guess. It shouldn't be. So contagious. Um, um, but no, that I can't. I don't know Shorty's name. She she had one hit and her hair was big. Can't think of her name. I know uh, what you're talking about. Nah, mm-hmm. that's another. That's another um sample. That is a okay. sample, and it's it's not available on streaming services. I don't know why, but I I did like that song. Um, Devin, what is it? It sound like tweet. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Jackie says tweet. Yeah, I said that. Devin, I want names. I don't want you repeating like lyrics. What's the name of the song? Well, you you got what you got. (laughs) (laughs) Petey (laughs) Pablo. Wow, I didn't hear it. That's crazy. I don't know. What's the name of the song? North Carolina? North Carolina. Take your shirt off. Oh, y'all can't hear it? Oh, no, I didn't do it. Uh, Did I say who it was yet? No, you have Okay. That's Petey Pablo. Is it Petey Pablo? Yeah. That's who sings North Carolina. Him and somebody else. Him and some other people. Okay. I hear it now. I'm just going to fast forward. Oh, it's called Raise Up. Who am I? yeah he was nice 
Uh, did I stop it? Y'all can't hear it anymore? Because I can still hear it. <laughs> I don't know, but I see like a delayed version of you dancing. So that's what I see. It's quite all right. It's quite all right. Never on time is what you are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so it was um, Raise Up by Petey Pablo. Freaking love that song. Petey Pablo was nice, man. And he, he's still making music. I'm probably going to play one of his newer songs. He He's still nice, but I wish he got the props that he Recognition deserved. Recognition he deserves. Yeah. yeah. Um, T, so you listened to, glad you're here, man. You listened to Bump Tunes Project. We interviewed him last week. Um, shout out to the guy who who um, covered my face up and put somebody yep. else, put his own face over my um my whole shebang, man. Appreciate you for promoting us that way. I'm perfectly fine with it. Um, so you you got a chance to listen to it. What are your thoughts on it? Yes, I wish I listened to it when he was with us, so that way I could talk to him more about it. Um, but it was nice. Uh, flow was there. The beats were there. The production was there. Like you guys said last week, none of the features. Sometimes I hear a project and I feel like a feature is there just to say, oh, I got so-and-so on my project, but they felt warranted. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the stuff is stuck in my head, too. Uh, like that first song, um, Bump Tunes is, that, like, that's been like, I feel like I just randomly walk around and been rapping that. Really? Uh, yes. And so I feel like, oh, wow. so I give it a, um, I give it up there, like 4.5 like out of 5. He, he killed it. Uh, I'm impressed. I would actually wouldn't mind like if you listening to this bump tunes. I wouldn't mind sending you some beats sometime. So just send yeah. them to him. I'll give you his email. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, he uh, we talked on Instagram and he was like, bro, it was like uh, when he chopped it up with all of us. He said it was like talking to cousins. So mm-hmm. uh, the feelings the same. The feelings the same. And um, yeah, I'm. It's gonna be riding for a while. So good stuff. And I'm not just saying that because he was with us. It really is worth the listen. Awesome, man. Awesome. Great review. Man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, oh, we got some bad news. Um, and I don't even know how to bring this up, but uh, Tiny Lister, Tiny Lister Jr., um, Thomas Tiny Lister Jr., aka also known as Zeus, also known, better known as Debo, has transitioned um, due to. Possible coronavirus complications. I didn't know um, the reason. I mean, well, that was that was they're saying that was the reason he had overcame coronavirus early on, like around like eight months. He was like one of the first known people to get it, you know, like celebrity wise. Um, but it came back, and that is something that they say that can happen. Like once you get the virus, you're more <laughs> you're now more susceptible to the virus. Mm. Um. It's not like what people were saying, like, well, once I get it, I can't get it again. It's like it likes you now. So it definitely might come back. Um, He was 62 years old. The thing that I'm happy about is that he loved the Lord. I was really happy to hear about that personally. Um, I mean, I already knew that. That was always something that resonated with me because I would see him in the movies. I'm like, why did this big dude, this big dude, the worst word he says is punk. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Get up. I never I'm like, I never you, made, you made punk seem so hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we didn't even know that you wasn't like out here saying swear words. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you're right. So shout out to um, Tiny Lister. Shout out to Zeus. Shout out to Debo. Um, thank you for the memories and all of thank that. Thank you, brother. Man. Really appreciate you. Anything y'all want to say in regards to him? I got nothing. It's not a memorial. I mean, if this were you, a memorial, you for your work. y'all are killing it right now. Huh? No, I, I just said thank you for your work. And, uh, you know, it, he... Uh, he made a uh, he made a big impression when when he was around and what he did, you know. Right. The catalog may not be huge, but uh, I don't think anything that would that he was in would have been the same without him. And a lot of people forget um, uh, forget Media Man. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that man. <laughs> you know, he was I loved him in Media Man. But uh, <laughs> I've seen it. But yeah, he got what? a lot of. He got a lot of. Yeah, I've never seen it. I'll check it out. What? He has time. I never seen me in Now you're talking about me. That's what I meant. Yeah, oh, no, I never me too, man. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about man. this later tonight. Yeah, that's the next that's movie we'll be watching. Are you kidding me? Definitely. Luther Vandross was in there. <laughs> Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> Luther Vandross Yo. was in there. He ain't say a word that whole movie. Yeah, but he nope. was in there. All right, I'm gonna check it out. Let's, let's review it for seeing it. No, that's that's definitely on the docket. That's for sure. Cool, I'm with it. That's why Alana thinks that we have some uh, like a whole separate podcast because like you talk about it like a separate podcast. Oh my bad. It is a separate it's part. Of, it's part of this. It's like an entity. It's like a spinoff. It can't be a part of it if we're not all a part of it. What? Come on. <laughs> don't review movies with us. It'll be fun. No. Not true at all. Don't listen to her. That's not true at all. Don't it is true. It's a subsidiary of this podcast. Um, Your thank words you guys. don't intimidate me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I learned this word. <laughs> Shut up. I learned this word the other day. I love it. Y'all gonna want to use it. Um, obsidious. I've heard that. Yeah, what heard does it, it mean though? Yeah, what does it mean? Obsidious means that like when you are obviously sucking up to someone. You know? What is that? I don't like know a, what that noise is. Who's, who's doing that? Like it's a like, brown I don't know. It's like some, someone open up tabs or something. Yeah, I hear it too. What huh? is it? It sounded like you said pain. No, like, like when you're um it's not happening anymore. But <laughs> it's ping pong. They did. It did. Obsidious <laughs> is like when you're sucking up to someone and like you're normally sucking up to this person. It's like, oh snap, mm-hmm. what what great big what great big um rings you have on your fingers mm-hmm. or like, oh my gosh, you you just have the most amazing hair ever. and like you trying to get somewhere with that person. It's like you sucking up to them and you're being obsidious. Mm-hmm. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, obsidious. Thank you. Keep always teaching us something. I'll be trying, man. I'll be trying out here. Um, so with that said, we're out of here. We'll see y'all Thursday. 
Please, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to like this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Don't forget to rate this podcast. We are back on Apple Podcasts now. So stuff got jacked up with Anchor. I'll never do it again. Please re-rate us because now we have zero ratings. We had like 24 at some point and now we don't have any. So if you would, that would help us get out to your friends and those of, of, of the sort. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, and on Facebook. Also, um, I don't know if we have anything else. Uh, am I missing anything? No, I'm not missing anything. Okay, I just, I just want to line it in. I, I just want to line it when the praying hands come up to just one time, just. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you remember. Bet you remember. Thank you for speaking about visual things on our podcast. All right, I'm well, signing off. To the people that can watch, God. <laughs> All right, shout out. So if y'all ain't watching, watch and then go back and listen to it so that we can get money. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we out. See y'all Thursday. Bailey, Daddy loves you. I didn't say it last week. I forgot. Bailey, Daddy loves you. Ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer.